0: Uh, and you guys are my favorite podcast now, so.
1: Yes. Boom! Done. <laughs> we did it. Yeah. Save that for save that for the commercial.
0: <laughs> that's right. Yeah.
1: What up, folks? It's another edition. It's hitting on the high notes. Jazz talk. It is. Uh, I am here. Your host. um am uh, with the most. It is, um at uh, who trans That's H U U T R A and Superman. That's at who trans Superman on the Twitter and the IG. And we are here. He goes the distance. He's forty nines. It. Nice. What's up, Jared Barker?
2: I am, I am. Uh, you know, I'm good, man. It's a nice Wednesday night. It's rainy today. It's all good.
1: Yeah, after, after surviving um, uh, our, our guests and um, our other co-hosts here, they don't live in Utah. They didn't get to feel um, uh, her, the hurricane, tornado, whatever we have here in Utah. Whatever natural disaster is going to come get us besides earthquakes, tornado quakes, maybe. Uh, our second like high wind day in like the last like six months is, is kind of crazy. So Utah, um, uh, you know, we're we're surviving out here. Uh, we will rebuild. Uh, my shingles won't rebuild, but you know, we will. Um, we will bring out. Um, uh, he is the first of the Cox uh, on this um, uh, podcast. It's the Dragon Squatch himself. What's up, Logan Cox?
3: If life has taught me anything, you want to be the first Cox in. <laughs> um, and i'm hoping like my my guy drew, hopefully unlike my guy drew mcintyre i don't clip myself on the top rope and it's completely smooth sailing all the way through
1: what a good video that was it was uh, pretty phenomenal i'm so glad that somebody like really like zoomed in and like was like really watching paying attention watching for that if you don't know what we're talking about you just just go look at our twitter feeds and, and you'll you'll figure it out uh speaking of being double stuffed in this episode uh we are i don't know like folks some uh there might be some inappropriate innuendo there so for the little ears i apologize but we're double coxing it today uh we are bringing on i mean he, you know we won we, we had the best guest ever was we'll never have a better guest again woo it is travis elcox travis elcox tl cox what's up man
0: Wow, that was a that was a super great intro. I'm super excited to be here, and uh, I'm I'm honored. I'm always honored to be the second Cox in such a tight tight group, you know.
1: <laughs> Welcome to the sloppy seconds of uh, of podcasting here, folks. Uh, so yeah, we have a lot to talk about. Um, uh, you know, we're hopefully maybe two episodes. We'll see. We got a lot to talk about, Travis. Here, a lot to talk about the Jazz. But I gotta say, guys, um, uh, you know, after a rough week for the Jazz, a uh, lost to. Their bitter enemies. The Phoenix Suns. We recorded right after the Phoenix Suns lost last week. And uh, I could tell that Logan and I, uh, I'll talk for myself, man, like I realized I go, wow, I was I was I was kind of angry about stuff that probably I shouldn't be angry about Logan. How do you feel like I mean, you you kind of alluded to that. You said tomorrow, the day after recording that you probably going to feel different. Did you feel a little bit different after that, uh, after recording that pod last week?
3: Yeah, I was a little worried that it wasn't going to age well, but listening back to it, it wasn't nearly as bad as I thought. I mean, that's what being a fan is. I, I think the part is just me coming to grips with the fact that for some reason I'm now emotionally unstable and locked in like I was before. I'm not dead inside, so when you lose to Devin Booker and CP3, like if that if you're going to go on, onto the Twitterverse and tell me that's okay, I'm going to tell you you're, you're not right. <laughs> so that's, that's Zom- the most edited version of it all but
1: zombie dragon squash there i i brought back his soul is back folks and, and that's probably good like I'm a, uh we'll talk about this in the maybe hopefully in a minute like expectations for the jazz right and so i'm gonna write that down expectations and then uh we'll get to that but really that you know we should record it monday night after the jazz lose to the wizards uh getting swept by the wizards and um you know how i said a couple weeks ago I was like, I don't think any of these games matter. Like nothing matters. None of these losses really matter. You know, maybe I was wrong. Maybe all these games matter. Maybe, maybe losing to the Wizards shows me that the Jazz are this is team ain't it. This team ain't it. Um, uh, the Jazz lose. Life, life was meaningless. Uh, Jared, <laughs> uh, if you don't know what I'm doing, I'm I, I, uh, Travis, and I, I apologize for calling it a bit. Travis has a thing <laughs> where he does after wins or losses, where he tweets out basically what, um, uh, Travis, I'll go with you. These tweets are basically what you feel like jazz fans do after wins and losses, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, it started because my wife and I would just say that to each other because we are, you know, we're that, the opposite of never too high, never too low. So it's sort of like how we really feel in that moment that after (laughs) a loss, it's the worst day ever, life is meaningless, and after a win, we're the best there ever was, so I don't know. I, I started tweeting it a couple years ago, and it's been – I just now I just tweet it every time.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. catching fire, catching fire my um, Hunger Games style. Uh, Jared, so two, three, four uh, weeks ago – I don't remember how when it was. I, I said something about, like, hey, uh, man, you know, we're in the last, like, 25 games here. I just feel there are just no – like, no important games left. Like, I don't think I will feel anything for wins and losses, even though Suns lost. I don't – now that we're 4 weeks later and those were the words I used um uh, how do you feel about these like the loss to the suns, the loss to the wizards and the win against the kings and the and the, the thunder um, do I have a point or like am was I a little off base
2: I mean I think a bit of both uh, because in that same vein of never too high never too low uh, obviously it's very easy as a fan to, you know, let your emotions factor in and let them carry you in those wins and losses. And, you know, they kind of have a little bit for me, but I, I think that you have a point that um, the team has kind of established what they are at this point, And now this is all just jockeying for position. And I don't know how much of this is um, wear and tear, how much of this is, you know, us having to to rest players because that that the rotation felt a little bit better different against the thunder in a way because you know we had different guys that were uh that were making the rounds the not having the two guards um against the wizards really hurt and i feel like you know I don't know. You can hem and haw about all of it a lot, uh, but I'd I'd like to get the opinion of the of the coxswain, the uh, you know, the herd out here.
1: So i um, uh, so Travis, uh, Logan's brother here. Mm-hmm. Uh, little known fact, you you guys are like the Clayton's and the uh, who else are brothers on, on on Twitterverse here. But um,
3: that's so, what let's the let's that's back. what the L is for. It's it's like a Travis L's Logan. For Logan. Oh. Yeah, it's okay. like this weird like human centipede like situation. I can't really explain <laughs> <laughs> it. But... Human yeah. centipede. We don't it's know a, it's where an yeah. it's an inside gotcha. joke. It's an inside joke.
1: very inside. All right, so um, Travis, so i on this pod. Like, um, uh, I do per you know, like you you mentioned, never too high, never too low. Uh, I try to be as even killed as I can about this Jazz team, and you know, and part of it is because I work in the media, so like when I go to games, I can't I can't really um uh, uh, focus on the wins or losses. I can only focus on what's in front of me. But sure, uh, yeah. you know, so that, that loss against the Wizards, um, uh. I know that you kind of tweet that out in that moment. They're like, oh, you know, the worst team ever, you know, life is meaningless and everything. But how do you feel about like getting swept by the Wizards, which is probably not a playoff team? Like this is something that oh, let's hear your opinion first, I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah. I have a couple I have a couple feelings about it. First of all, obviously, it's not good. It's never good to lose, especially to a team that's struggling as bad as the Wizards are. But I'm Man, truth be told, as a fan, I'm like the ultimate homer and I'm ever the optimist and I'm always trying to put a positive spin on things, you know, and obviously that game against the Wizards, we're not at full strength. They are. Um, it seemed like Quinn was maybe sort of testing out his bench guys to see what they can bring. And obviously the chemistry and the flow was struggle and it was not there. But for me, what what I take away on the bright side is Donovan in that first quarter and Donovan in the clutch. And I couldn't help but think like, man, in that final stretch when it was like it was like Donovan versus Bradley Bill and it was like one on one and like Donovan was gaining ground like he was closing that gap. It ended up not being enough. But I ended up just feeling sort of like optimistic about if it comes down to a moment like that in the playoffs, I think Donovan's ready. So I ultimately walked away from that Wizards game actually feeling pretty good. For a loss.
1: Oh, all right, all right, not too bad, L- Logan. Uh, you know, Cox number one here. Um, you know, so this is not right after the loss. This is three days after. So now you can kind of like internalize your feelings and not be angry. I think. I hope. I think so. What do you What do you got for me, Logan?
3: We I mean, I've already. You're talking about just the recent ones with the, like the Wizards losses. you were talking about.
1: Yeah, the Wizards yeah, loss. Yeah,
3: yeah, I mean, the Wizards loss was just when you rest that many guys and it, and it feels fluky, it feels fluky. Like, it wasn't as though we were playing like a I – I can't keep track of who's been sitting out. I mean, Clarkson hasn't played since Phoenix, so Clarkson was out and someone else was out, right? Connolly?
1: Connolly yep.
3: Yeah. I mean, you think you'd still be able to beat them. Um, it's just – it all goes back to just, I mean, kind of the original point you touched on, though, and that is – the games matter, but they don't matter. I think that Jared has a point that the team is what the team is. But I guess the the, the games will matter as much as what how how important you think the seeding is going to be, because you can't you can't drop games when you're in a tight race for the one seed against teams like the Wizards, especially this late in the year. Um, and so we've got two gnarly ones against the Wizards, and we've got a pretty bad one against uh, Minnesota that come off the top of my head. And, uh, you know, if it comes down to a game with Phoenix for the one seed, that would be that would be pretty, pretty, pretty terrible. But it, as far as me trying to judge what the Jazz are, it's hard because it's an incomplete puzzle right now. Lately, We're not playing with our full team. and I don't think we're going to see any changes in what the team is. The team's going to be what they are, assuming they're healthy. But um, these games, these games are going to be important. And I, I, I know that I we, we joke about it all the time. Supposedly, Phoenix has a harder schedule and uh um i believe uh ken ken did point it out to me i was I was more being a smart ass when i said it but he did point out that on the 17th it's supposed to be harder and, and phoenix does have a pretty gnarly road trip coming up back east um and we supposedly have a softer schedule and i've looked at our schedule i don't feel like we have any uh, any real major gimmies especially when you drop games to the Wizards. so um it, i think the next week or uh, I, I i guess the way i looked at it why I, I don't have the schedules in front of me but like I guess the only if we're gonna have some separation with Phoenix, it'll have to be in this on um, Phoenix's uh, east coast trip because that is that is a little tougher. Um, and I think ours is pretty pretty consistent. There's a couple decent teams, but not, not any great teams in there. Um, it, I don't know. I I just, I, I th- the fact that we just assume that a Chris Paul led team is gonna go back east and just get beat up is kind of weird to me. I feel like last year when he was with the Thunder, we just kept waiting for the Thunder to slide and slide and they never slid so i don't know why a chris Paulette team couldn't get hot at the end either so i don't know it's i'm, I'm not going too far down the schedule rabbit hole but i'll stop yeah. right there
1: like i i get it like um uh, uh like when we played the when the jazz played the thunder um tuesday night um and i didn't see the first half cuz if i had seen the first half and saw that they were down like 31 or four, 31 14 i believe i probably would have tweeted out something like oh you know this is what dragonscar says when does the jazz schedule get easier, you know? Um, And uh, yeah, so it comes out, I get what you're saying because like, you're saying like, why are we naturally, why why are we marking certain things as W, certain things as Ls when, you know, a a game against the Wizards is probably a scheduled W, scheduled W as uh, Logan loves to hear. And then like a game against the Heat for the Suns could go either way, 50-50. And it's one of those things that like, even though it does trend, Toward um, uh, the Jazz being the first seed, it's not, it's not guaranteed yet. So nothing's guaranteed right now. So. Um, the, simulation,
3: the simulation already told us we've got it. So, you know, nothing to worry about. Rest easy, guys. Black Mirror.
2: Hi, I'm McCoy. Hi, I'm Emily. And we're the Jazz Gals. If you're looking for in-depth Utah Jazz basketball analysis, this ain't it. But if you are looking to discuss how great Rudy's beard looked this week, Jazz Twitter crushes, or other fun pop culture things, you have come to the right place. That's right, and you can find us wherever you get your podcasts, and also on Twitter at
1: Pod. Go Jazz, go Jazz! Talk about like certain things that we're we're going to get into. um, uh, You know, like some of these other teams here, Uh, Travis. um, uh, How and important is it to you to like in your dream scenario the jazz are the number one seed what teams do you want to see in the other seeds like i'm a you know kind of i'll ask you first but then we'll go down the line for everybody uh where do you want everybody else to slot in to to have a jazz make a run to the finals you think who do you, who do you want to see in the first round uh other teams that are possibly there right now
0: oh my gosh that eight seed is has so much potential to be scary i i mean
1: is it west it's, that's because it's the west right
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, we're probably who we we have we might end up seeing Luca or Zion in the eighth seed. I obviously uh-huh. I don't want either of those. My dream scenario, I think I'd The Kings. <laughs> yeah Yeah, exactly. If the Kings can really make a push, that would be perfect. You know, I mean I'd like to see the Spurs hang on long enough to get there. I I don't think they will, but I think that's that would be the team that I would like to see. Both because I like Pop and and the that organization and because I think we could handle them without too much trouble. Right.
1: Before before you go on, Logan, um, uh, how weird is that to hear? Like, um, uh, you want the Spurs in the first round? Is that weird?
3: It's hard. It's hard to mentally process that. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, I know. I, I know it's true. It's just. It's just so uh. weird because I mean they just handed it to us for like was like twenty years?
1: <laughs> yeah. From that's Sean, from, Since nineteen ninety nine, yeah, probably. So yeah, from, um,
3: uh, from Sean Elliott until Ruby yeah. Gobert, essentially, right?
1: Uh, Jared. Yep. Uh, Jared. What do you What do you feel like? Am I Spurs first round? Is that Is that like Is that weird? Is that weird? Got, you... Gotta
2: be Spurs Blazers. I mean, you, you, seeing Dame in the first round, people might give that pause, but honestly, I think that we have their number. I mean,
1: I mean, I, uh, uh, I, Jazz are I, but... those,
0: those Ennis minutes are tough for them.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Well, they, you know, but but in, in the playoffs, it might not be Ennis. It might be Nurtsch minutes. Who knows? Um,
2: yeah, but he can hardly move, so.
1: Uh, so you're confident against the Blazers, which I find interesting because you know playoff game is, is a thing too. Um
3: uh, that's, it, won, uh, one, it won one. game last year. <laughs> it, <laughs> it there you go.
1: Um. Uh. Yeah. So that, that's interesting. So uh, Bla- Spurs, Bla- Blazers. I don't. Know, I I don't know what their schedule's like. I don't know if they're going to fall to that playing game or not. Um. Okay. So we got you get you got the Spurs as as your dream. Uh. What about Grizzlies? Grizzlies. I, I, Grizzlies are kind of falling right now i think they're at 500 i don't know if they'll make it to the play-in game Um, how how confident about the grizzlies travis
0: man i the grizzlies honestly they worry me i i think in a a seven game series we i wouldn't be too scared but in the next couple years they're going to be scary i love watching john moran play man they're so much fun to watch
1: yeah john moran i'm uh they
2: get triple j back maybe they make a push i don't know
1: yeah i mean yeah again again uh, jjj he he might be on we don't know he might be on minute restrictions or whatever so all right so that's the the eight seed what what with the the warriors right warriors are kind of scary
0: yo anytime you have to face steph yeah that's no thank you i don't want to play steph and draymond
3: no no no
1: the warriors are kind of your team so um uh (laughs) <laughs> what do you think about Warriors in the first round? Yeah, they were
3: my they were my team to win exactly the seventh seed, right? Like they couldn't they, they win the play on playing game and nothing more. Uh, yeah. I don't I don't want no I don't want them. We saw I know that we'll make excuses, but we saw what they did to us that one afternoon. Uh, was it a Sunday afternoon, Saturday afternoon? I don't want any part of right. that. Um, yeah, I mean I'll take I'll take my chances with the with the Grizzlies with the Spurs. Uh, I, I I it makes me feel so proud to see Jared finally hating and disrespecting the Blazers like we all should like I feel like I've done something that he's now <laughs> seeing the light that we not only hate them but we don't even give them credit for being that good because they're not I think I tweeted out does any roster have more average players over overrated average players on their roster than the the Portland Trail Blazers it's just every every you know, I mean Robert Covington evidently is, is the equivalent of citing Kevin Durant um <laughs> yeah and then acquiring Norm, Norm Powell was like getting uh, Aaron Gordon Times seven. So, I mean, they're just yeah. they're well. Stacked. I
2: mean, sh- shout out to it's you and my uh, my Oakland homie, uh, Black Magic, B L Q M C K, something like that. I don't know. He, he, I don't know how he spells it on his Twitter handle, but um, he's just been talking about how Lillard has been very average to bad. And the last couple of years, it's been really bad defensively for a long time. And man, every time I watch Dame, I'm just like. He gets attacked at the point of attack. Blitz him at the point of attack. He barely puts up any resistance, and I'm just like, nah, I'm I'm done with this man. I'm done with watching this ugly defense. This is the guy yeah. that, that Jazz Twitter wanted to, you know, blow up the franchise for, and has always wanted that.
1: So, so I mean, we we kind of went through these uh, names: the Grizzlies, Spurs, Pelicans, Warriors. Um, uh, and like everybody felt pretty confident against the Spurs, but I mean, again, it it could. I mean, the West is such a bloodbath, and we say it every year. So any of those teams, I mean, it, if you get him you might feel confident you might win them, but like you also, I don't feel, think you feel confident about winning in four or five sometimes. So that, that's hard. That's tough. So, all right, let's, let's go to the two seed. Um, uh, Travis, who do you expect to see in the two seed and who would you want to see in that two seed? Um, uh, Cause theoretically that's going to be who you see in the conference finals.
0: Yeah, man. I honestly, I think, I think Phoenix is going to hang on there. As you guys were talking about them earlier, they're locked in. Like they're, Playing really good right now and they do have a tough stretch but I don't think they're going to fall below the Clippers I think they're going to hang on to that two seed and I'm fine with it I think that uh Western Conference Finals without either LA team would be just chef's kiss I think that would be such kind of a middle finger to the league I would love to see it
1: <laughs> um uh, Logan I'm um, uh is, is there something is there something that you want to see in the two seed
3: no, I mean like Travis is saying. I think it's. I think it's the same. I think that Phoenix is Phoenix is who I expect to see there. And also, I don't have a problem seeing Phoenix there. Um, mm. That that means yeah, I, well, yeah yeah. I I just don't see it I don't see Phoenix slipping. I don't see a Chris Paul team doing anything but moving up. My only, okay. only fear would be that we end up in the two seed.
1: Oh well, that that could be true. So, uh, uh, so Jared, um, let's talk about like the three. So. I guess the other important, like, seeding thing is that you want 3-6 to be another tough team because that's the other side of the bracket as well. Like, I mean, if there's an upset, they're upsetting the 2-seed or somebody else, and that's going to go to the other side. So uh, right now the 3-seed is the Clippers, 6-seed is the Blazers. Um, what's kind of your dream scenario for that 3-6 first-round matchup?
2: Uh, probably that the Lakers fall to six. Mm-hmm. And then the okay. two LA teams have to face each other in the first round, which I'm sure the league would hate. Um, but yeah, I don't, um, I don't know that that's going to happen. Uh, I think the Lakers probably hold on to five at worst. Um, uh, I mean, I would, I would say nuggets here, but, but with them losing Jamal Murray, everything is just kind of up in the air. It's, yeah. That was a,
1: that was a big one. Like, I mean, the nuggets um uh, after signing um, uh you know the son of God, Aaron Gordon, uh, <laughs> we're going to um, uh, make you run at the uh, wow. the first seed there. Uh, yeah, so like Logan, let's talk about like so four or five right now is Nuggets, Lakers. Um, Lakers might be getting AD back in the next couple of weeks. They might be getting LeBron back in the next. We again, we don't really know. Uh, the Lakers face the Jazz in about a week or so. I want to say. And then they face the Mavericks, which is kind of their important game because the Mavericks are just a couple games behind the Lakers. um, uh, And it sounds like the Lakers are going to try to get those guys back for those Mavericks games so they don't, you know, fall to the six seed or seven seed in the playoff uh, in the playoff um, uh, play in. Um, So four Nuggets, five Lakers. Where do you where do you think those two end up, uh, Logan?
3: Uh, I, I think the Nuggets hold strong at four. I think that they can still, I mean, I think they can still tread water long enough and they, they, they've been playing quite well. I mean, I know that that, that Murray is a pretty gnarly injury, but I, I got no idea what their schedule looks like. I think that the only hope of jumping, I mean, against that, that, and that my mind tells me we see the Lakers in the second round, which is not awesome. Um, But I would, I would love this. I kept, in my mind, I always check the standings, not just to see if, if the Lakers have slipped down, but they just. They haven't done it like they've been able to tread water well enough without lebron and ad they've got some decent wins in there but they've, they've I, I was expecting some sort of tumble um and i was actually listening to the the uh, I I'm, again i'm not sure these guys are in our jazz pod co-op or not but i was listening to, to jedi and germs today and they said that even without that, that the number one defense in the nba is still the lakers right. and that like the top perimeter defender in the one of the top perimeter defenders in the nba is our boy alex caruso so I guess defense does make a difference and I just, I would love to see them drop to six, but uh, I just, I don't, I, at this point I don't see it happening. I, I guess the only hope is the, the Mavericks to maybe leapfrog them perhaps. Cause I've heard they have a really easy, easy schedule, but uh, I don't know. I, I think if it was going to happen, the Lakers are only going to climb. Um, yeah. I don't know. I would, I would prefer to see, I would prefer to see um, Dallas, Dallas, Denver four or five. That's what my ideal scenario would be.
1: Yeah, um, uh, uh, Travis. Um, uh, with the injury of Jamal Murray, um, that's a that's a huge blow. Obviously, I mean, there was a lot of talk when the Nuggets got Aaron Gordon. Like, and I've said this before, I thought Denver Nuggets were probably, if not one of the biggest, if the biggest threat to the Jazz in the playoffs because uh, they just have a hard time. You know, everybody, everybody's had a hard time guarding uh, Jokic, and he's driven that age engine. Uh, Jamal Murray, while a factor, wasn't you know, the biggest factor to me. Um, but is that Nuggets team still very scary to you? You think,
0: man, they're still good. Like obviously Jokic is a, as a headache for so many people and especially us, we don't haven't seem to have an answer yet, but I do think that losing Jamal Murray hobbles them too much for them to be considered a real contender anymore. Uh, I, I just think with, yeah, I don't, I mean, without him, they're obviously still a great basketball team, but I just don't think they're good enough anymore.
3: Yeah.
1: Like, I'm a, again, this is such a crazy, you know, wet, the West is always crazy. Like congratulations jazz for, you know, if, if you, if the jazz end up with the number one seed, like the first time having number one seed since 1999, your, your, um, uh, path to the playoffs are the warriors, the Lakers, and possibly the Clippers or Sons. like awesome. Thanks. Real great. Um, and then, uh, well, here Logan, um, uh, breaking news here. How scared of you the Nuggets, because I'm, um, uh, I think they are probably going to sign Austin Rivers.
3: Austin Rivers still hasn't been signed.
1: I, I think he's about to get signed by the by the Nuggets.
3: Well, I thought there was some deadline that came up. If guys hadn't been signed, they couldn't play in the playoffs.
1: They have but, to be. Uh, they had to be cut by a certain period. So Osterman was yeah, cut.
3: he was
2: cut before the period. Oh,
1: also,
3: it was when
2: they're cut, not when they're signed.
1: Yeah. Okay. So that'd be cut by a certain period and then they can sign uh, when, whenever. So
2: I'm honestly surprised he was still unsigned.
1: He, well, I mean, it could have been, he could have been waiting, just waiting to see, you mm. know, like there's no reason for him to rush getting to a team. He probably That's just true. wanted to see how, um, uh, how, um, uh, Again, it's not a money thing. It's it might have been a role thing or just a situation thing. So anyway, uh, Logan, um, uh, I, have
3: to, I have to go back to something you said earlier. I have to ask you a question on that. So you said in this whole thing with the Nuggets being scary that it was Jokic and that Jamal Murray didn't really factor into that. Are you talking about like their their matchups the last few years? I mean, you surely can't be talking about the playoffs last year.
1: Well, I mean, uh, yes, obviously, Jamal Murray. It's, it's the thing that like uh, I don't know how to explain it. Like Jokic was the engine that made things. And I know that Jamal Murray scores a lot and everything, and and obviously the Jazz had a hard time in both games with him. But it just to me it's like, I feel like I I felt like the Jazz had a better chance letting Jamal Murray go off and have the ball and and score and do whatever he did, and if it reduced the number of times that Jokic touched it, to me that felt yeah like that felt like when
2: we were most successful against him was when we played ball denial with Jokic.
1: So that's just my personal. I don't have. I don't have stats. This is this is like I like you know the less,
3: but the less we opportunities for we didn't, Jokic. We didn't beat them.
1: Well, <laughs> that, that's true. Well, yeah, um, yeah. But the Nuggets were always like, and I've heard that um the that the like the Jazz feel conf- more confident against the Lakers than the Nuggets. So um, I don't know if that's crazy or not, but you know again it's again if you're the Jazz and uh, somebody tweeted out I'm gonna see if I can find that tweet that like I'm a, why do we care why do we as fans care who what the seating are because the jazz will have to go through these teams anyway and you you don't want to have favorite you just want to be able to beat them um travis how, how do you feel about that the defeat was like uh should it matter where people are, are seated or whatever because if you want to be the champions you probably want to play the best anyway
0: i just had this exact conversation with one of my best friends who just happens to be a Spurs fan. And I was lamenting this nightmare scenario where we were going to probably have a second round matchup against the Lakers. And he was like, who cares, man? You're going to have to beat them anyway. And I do care. I I think that making a deep playoff run, even if it doesn't end in a championship, is more fun than a second round exit against the Lakers. Now, I believe in the team. I think we can beat the Lakers. But I would much rather beat the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals and have an easier path to get there. I think... For me, it does. The, I it totally matters. I I want to. We got the one seed. We deserve an easier path. And I get the sentiment. Like eventually, you have to beat all the teams anyway. So why does it matter? To me, I I, I think it does matter. Yeah, I want
3: them nope. to be able to chillax on their way. To exactly. The...
1: <laughs> uh, Logan, same question.
3: I think I think it's I think it's been noted on with Immortally and Brian Priest's Jazz Pod co op commercial that he plays. I don't care how we get it. Like, I want, like, I don't, I, I like, I, I've been like tiptoeing around this Jamal Murray thing, like, trying to be very okay, not trying to make anyone up. But, you know, DJ Honeypaws made a comment yesterday about it, and she she speaks for the family in the house. We are a Tanya Harding style winners. Like, we will take the <laughs> pro crowbar to your knees, man. Like, I don't care how, I don't care how we get there. Like, I don't, like, all this Jamal Murray oh, love man. on the internet. Like, I'm not saying I'm happy. I, I actually came out of that playoff series liking the guy a lot. They're right. like, am I going to sit there and like post my ever dying love to him that he's hurt? No. Like, I'm chalking that up as we must have done something right. Like, thank you, Jesus. Like, <laughs> like I don't want to play Jamal Murray in the playoff. Anyone who says they want to go do that again, we lost guys. We lost. We didn't beat them. Like, why would you want to take that chance to have another, Yeah, we can, we can, we can have, we can have seven, 10 years of playoff duels between Jamal and, and Don for years. That's fine. But this year let's, let's get our championship and we can yeah. do that and play around yeah. in the future. But I think Travis makes a great point. We, why exactly? If, if it, what's, seating does matter the last time the jazz made the western conference finals it was entirely based upon seating we don't get there if we play the mavericks in the second round we got the we believe warriors and it was huge for us like as much as we've laid the nightmare scenario there's a there's a a hundred other scenarios that could be very favorable for us to get there you know what but we're just conditioned to think it's gonna be bad yeah of course i want the easier path like i that's i don't make any secret that you don't you we, we 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 all use our general, and it's been the same statement since 1999 or 2000. Is the West is a bloodbath. So why is there a guarantee that as every round goes on, that those that the Lakers or those those other tough teams survive? Like if we're saying yeah, we can't do it, it's just as hard for them. So yeah, I'd prefer not to see them.
1: Yeah, that's um uh, that's what I was gonna bring up because I'm um, uh, you you kind of touched on it like um we we uh, what we, we call it Jazz PTSD right? Like we have. 20 plus years of us, like, oh boy, the Jazz getting really close to the hump and just can't get over it. Um, you know, maybe, maybe with double cocks, they can, but uh, yeah, like, I mean, it's, it's, there's a PTSD to it, right? And I guess the hope is that you somehow, I, I guess the dream scenario for Jazz fans would be like Jazz one, uh, Suns two, I guess. No, I guess the, the dream scenario. I don't, I don't know where to put the Suns, actually. And somehow to get Lakers, Clippers, and the Nuggets on the other side of the bracket so they beat up on each other. Um, and yeah, I mean, maybe that would the, definitely I don't know. Be
3: the dream. I agree with that. If, like, if, if, yeah. if you only give me one wish, like we're, we're laying out our dream scenario or something, let's say we only get right. one wish, and there's only one wish we get in the seating. The one wish I want is that the two LA teams have to play each other before they play us. That's the only wish yeah. I want. Like the rest yeah. of it... Oh. You know if you only get one, if I only get to rub the genie for one wish, Kazam's belly, I want the battle of LA to take place before <laughs> it gets to us. You're here, here,
1: you, you uh, didn't hear that, you said belly. Kazam's <laughs> belly,
3: yeah, that's
2: good stuff. Give me what I oh. want, <laughs> you know what I want. <laughs> oh man, shout
1: um,
2: to Dick, he's <laughs>
1: Hey, I'm Mark. And this is Doug. What's up? And we're co-hosts of a weekly podcast on the Utah Jazz called Twos and Threes. It's available on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever else you get podcasts on your feed every Monday morning.
2: Mark's my big brother, and you could say this podcast is a family affair, but really we think of the Jazz and Jazz Nation as our family. So we'd love for you to participate with us, to listen, and really, let's do this together. Go Jazz.
1: Go Jazz. Be our family. Boom. So we talked about um uh uh expectations earlier, right Travis? Um uh and you brought it up and so well what well, cuz like Logan has mentioned this earlier like in my we, he, he the term same old jazz. And uh, we talked about how this is not the same old jazz and how um uh, this is team is different and for me last year like losing to the Wizards or losing to you know or random game, or having a really bad game against the Thunder. Whatever last year I'd be like, oh, it's one game, guys, don't worry. Because my expectations for those last few years were like four seed, three seed, five seed, like get in the playoffs and then see what happens and see if you can make a run. All of a sudden this year this Jazz team has flipped the script. You know they've done a lot of things differently. We talked about how they beat the mediocre teams, they beat um, all the bad teams, and even the and here's the thing, even the good teams, even like the great teams, championship teams will lose games against a random Wizards team on a random Monday night or whatever. Um, how do, how do you Temper your expectations, or do you, Travis? or are you all in every year? I should ask.
0: Okay, well though. okay. I am all in every year in my level of enthusiasm and my support. And I'm not the kind of fan that is the sideline GM. I'm not. I'm not playing the trade machine of how it can get better. I'm like, this is our team. They have my heart. But I also do have fairly real realistic expectations, realistic plus, we'll say. Like, I think they can go maybe be- – I think they're maybe better than they actually are. Um, and coming into the season was interesting because I don't think any of us expected the one seed when the season started. I think we all would have been pretty happy with the three or four. You know, there were people who predicted we weren't even going to make the playoffs, which is insane. But now they were on that 20-game run – and we're in the one seed, and and now I feel like if we don't like, I expect Western Conference Finals. I believe in a championship. If we if we if they don't at least make the Western Conference Finals, I will be disappointed. Yeah,
1: Same. Right. I mean that's fair. Um, J Rod. Uh, so uh, the Jazz no longer have a home winning streak. They're, they're oh, sorry. Uh, mis- I'm mistaken. The Jazz are on a one game home win streak. Uh, the Jazz are on. Uh, the Jazz that pains on, uh, you to
2: say that, doesn't
1: it? What, oh my God, I I can't believe they don't have a home win streak anymore. Like um, that was like the one thing we were pining our hopes on, <laughs> is that they would never lose that home ever again. Uh, but it can be done apparently. Um, and then uh, you know, like win streaks, and uh, again, Donovan Mitchell never getting Player of the Week. You know the you know that, that they're not mailing out that award to him. Uh, the little um attendance award or whatever you get like in, in school, whatever it is. Those paper <laughs> The attendance award,
2: yeah.
1: Um, and let's talk about it real quick before we end here. Um, uh, uh what, what do you think these awards mean to so Let's let's say Jordan Clarkson's going to get six man of the year, whether we think he deserves it or not. Uh, Quinn's not a coach of the year, and uh, we think Rudy Gobert defensive player of the year. Um, Logan kind of like Logan. Let's talk about that real quick before we talk about the awards. Um, uh, so what Bill said, because like, I mean, Logan hadn't heard the Bill Simmons drama, Bill Simmons went on uh, the jump. They asked him a leading question about defensive player yeah, of the Bill,
2: year. Bill, brother of yeah. man. You said Bill.
1: <laughs> they say, oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, freak. Yeah. Whatever. Bill, Bill, I also hate Bill Simmons. I hate Bill Simmons more than I hate Ben Simmons. Um, ben Simmons uh, talks about being defensive player of the year, saying that he scored 42 on Rudy, um, and that's why he should be defensive player of the year. Um, anyway, uh that's what that's where all the drama came from um what what are your thoughts about like Ben talking about it and Rudy not talking about
3: it? who are you asking me uh, logan yes yeah you sorry. i mean I, I i i don't like i don't like Ben simmons either uh it comes with the territory, but I think that is kind of a funny i just hearing it now for the first time it is kind of funny to hear him say that um i mean it's it's, it's interesting that other people will say it um and i I don't know i i i I don't know. I think he might talk himself into it. I think before we started this, we were kind of chatting on it while we were getting ready to get started. And um, I think he can talk himself into the award. Does that mean he is the best defensive player in the league? No, but I mean, he, he's doing enough talking about it and getting enough momentum. He could talk himself into that conversation. I mean, he sort of kind of did with his sophomore rookie of the year situation. So uh, he's talking a lot about it. They're asking those questions. I mean, I, I'm not surprised he said that. What would be interesting, to, 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 to what, I mean, is, is anyone really surprised that Ben Simmons said that? I mean, I, what I think is a more interesting thought process is what if the, the roles were reversed and they asked Rudy that? What, what do we think Rudy's response would be? Or what do we think? Because, I mean, that's pretty, That's I mean, that's Ben Simmons, right? Like, that's what he's yeah. going to do. Um, I just wonder what it would be like if, they, if, the, if the roles were reversed and they asked our guy what, what he would say.
2: Right. He only, so ch- about- he, only,
3: he only he only traces defensive player of the year when he's got nine, or he's chasing Ben Simmons, or what's the what's the yeah. I only chase triple oh. doubles when I got nine blocks. Um,
2: oh, do you want do you want to hear the fun the funny uh, like a funny follow up to what Logan was just saying? Everybody's talking about Ben Simmons, and he's talking about Ben or Ben Simmons is talking about Ben Simmons because of course that's that's what he does. Um, and then that uh i want to say it was the sixers game tonight he's not he's not guarding kyrie he's guarding guarding some other random <laughs> random right. net it's like uh yeah you always guard the best player on the other um, team, right
1: jared let me meld that question into you for real quick uh, the question i was going to ask like so if the jazz win coach of the year six man of the year defensive player of the year um as i don't a care fan, about any
2: of those awards I, I i honestly don't i won a championship those are so secondary to me
1: i get it but like i'm a you were the one that were that was you know beating the I, drum for Jordan Clarkson i think after the, I the, shot, think the
2: guys know. like it yeah you're right i was and yeah i mean i'm fine with him winning it but i, I honestly don't think like if if it fueled them more that they didn't win it well we're not going to find out until after the all the games are already played and the right. championship is over and everything. So it's like, what does it even matter at that point? I will be almost like annoyed if like, you know, we're, we get a second round exit and then like they're presented with these awards and I'll be just like, yeah. <laughs> um,
1: Travis, I'm, uh, I'm, do these awards mean more to you or less? Do you like, I mean, I, I don't it is, it is. It's look, I get it. It is fun to share for your guys. And I I have a thought on this, but I just want to hear your thought on the awards this year. Yeah,
0: I'm into it. I, I have no problem with the guys, um, wanting it. And I, I think, I think Jordan wants it. I think he actually wants it. Obviously Rudy wants that defensive player of the year. He, you know, even though he says all the right things, like he wants it bad. And to be honest, I want it for him. I want it for Jordan. Um, and i think i want it because they want it i don't think quinn cares at all about coach of the year awards so by by you know default i'm also a little more apathetic <laughs> about that one you know but because i know jordan and rudy want those awards i want them for them i will i'll be genuinely happy if they get them and and genuinely sad if they don't
1: Logan, but i, I also a... i also
0: get jared's point that like ultimately do they matter not really no but right. i do hope they get them yeah
1: i i think guys and correct me if I'm wrong. Logan, correct me if I'm wrong here. But this year, because it's not the same old Jazz, right? If this was the Jazz last year, where I think a lot of us kind of thought their ceiling would be second round, maybe, maybe West Finals. Um, uh, if they went last year, it probably would mean more as a fan. But I think there's a shift in the fan expectations again. That this is the year that is championship or nothing else. Uh, am I am I am I wrong with that? Like, do you think I'm wrong with that?
0: Are you yeah, asking
1: I me? Th- no, was Logan. I started Logan. I was, I was asking Logan. My, my, my bad. It's
3: it's like it's like Travis touched on earlier. I think he called it, I think he called it Optimism Plus, which you can buy for 6 99 per month on our website, doublecox.com. Uh, <laughs> um subscri- it's a premium subscription. So championship- just go go to doublecox.com.
0: Don't ask any questions, just go yes,
3: there. And, just, and and just sign up for the premium, and it's six it's it's six ninety-nine. Um I, I, I think I think as Jazz fans, most of us irrationally think that it's championship or bust, and I think this, this year there's a legitimate chance, but um, to, to go back to your award question just real quick, I, I think it's like, in my mind, it's like a hierarchy. I mean, ultimately, day, it's not super important to me, but as I break them down, like, I view them a little differently. To me, Rudy Gobert is the, the best defensive player in the league. He may get Michael Jordan slash LeBron James where they give it to someone else because they don't want to give it to the same guy. At the end of the day, it doesn't change that Rudy Gobert is the best defensive player in the league, and so to me, it's do I, that I, I see him differently. I, of all the awards, the only Jordan Clarkson, I think, would be kind of cool just because it's something the Jazz have never had. And I think that the, to watch his arc the last few years and to see what he's become would mean more. Um, when it comes to Quinn, like, I just – I can't – if there's one award that has had this – and you know me. I, I may, I've got my, my bleep Hubie Brown statement. If Jerry Sloan can never win, never could win Coach of the Year, like, that award's dead to me. And, like, I would feel I, in some weird way, I would feel really weird and gross about a jazz coach winning it if Jerry Sloan never won it. I don't think I'd like it. I just, I, it's a weird, just, I have a complicated, disgusting, warped mind. And I just, I wouldn't, I actually wouldn't feel good about it. I wouldn't like it. You know, yeah. so that's, that, that's where I stand on the hierarchy of the three. So,
1: and, um, uh, so here's, and the other breakdown awards for me, because it's like, uh, Jazz Fan Man 47, I think, has been tweeting out, like, hey, look, Donovan averaging this many points per game, and he's on the best team in the league. This is why he should be MVP because, you know, the last like 19 of the last 21 MVP p- people hit this metric, right? And so it's kind of like dumb to me that we have uh, these awards to me, just as like we don't have metrics where they, if you're like, oh, these guys hit this, it probably means that they're whatever, right? And we, we put a lot of stock into them because it's voted on by nice sports writers who we, Assume are all unbiased and you know, are are all smart, but then you have guys like Beepin Bill Simmons, uh, who um uh, has already said a month ago, oh yeah, I think it's Ben Simmons, his, Ben's his brother father, ben Simmons.
2: Ben's father, yeah,
1: like um uh, uh you know his his weird uncle that um uh, is um uh, saying hey you know like he's already Defensive Player of the Year or whatever, and Donovan and Rudy uh, have not been in the MVP conversation all year, even though the Jazz have. Been the first place team for most of the year. Um, there's there's just not really any metrics. We're just like assuming oh, that.
2: But our boy Dame, our boy Dame deserves it.
1: And you know that we assume that sports writers are going to be the unbiased and like, you know, we put their bonuses. And sports writers only want to vote on these things because it does cost players money. Um, but yeah, we we put a lot of stock into something that has no real metrics toward like even MVP, which I think. Is sort of an important award, and for the most part, goes to the right guy most of the years. Um, is this hard? Like Donovan, should he be in? Like Logan, do you feel Donovan should be in the MVP conversation? Do you think he should be top three consideration? Sure.
3: I mean, uh, I mean, I mean, who else is who else is there? Would be my question. Jokic, Jokic should beat LeBron, Harden, Giannis. Yeah. Yeah, LeBron can't be in there. He's missed way too many games, right? Like, I mean, I know I know he should be because they will. And I think that, to me, honestly, I think if I feel like Embiid is tiptoeing on not playing enough games, in my mind. Um, Jokic is always a compelling case. And I think that's probably where a lot of us as Jazz fans probably get the most upset is, you know, Jokic is a small market guy. So why is he getting the love and not uh, Donovan? Harden is an interesting one, too, because Harden's kind of been the catalyst the whole time there in Brooklyn. He's mm-hmm. been, I know mean, he's been out recently, but he's been the one consistent piece. Yep. Um, and, and he's yeah, a guy that's
1: been in, yeah he's been he's been the mvp conversation jesus who uh he's been an mvp conversation excuse me uh uh for many years so um i don't know there, what, and, what do you, and
3: there's and there's more voices that are still talking about it now besides right. jazz fans you, you hear the rumblings of it and the one who shall not be named brought it up but you, yeah. there, there's always there's always hope there you know we can hope we can make a jason giambi style run you know, for the Oakland days where if you finish the, the, the last half of the season strong, you're the, the last thing in people's memory. So I don't think it's out of the question. I think that yeah, if they he, finish he strong be. and yeah, I mean, he keeps playing like this, you have to start paying attention, especially if the, you know, the nuggets start to slide backwards. You know, and that's why, to, uh, to Murray.
1: And that's, that's why the game against the Thunder was so disappointing because Donovan lost a streak of, uh, 37 points or more game uh, or, or more per game. So, that streak is gone, and so yeah, not, now he no longer has that to hang his MVP hat on. So, um, guys, we, we're we're almost to <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was Everybody's that different. really
3: a thing? That was really a thing. He, he had he like had, a he had a well, three he had a three, or a three or four game streak, yeah. <laughs> he's
1: really been playing, playing 30, 30,
0: 30. crazy. Well, he scored like 180 30. points in 170 minutes or something like that. He's yeah, had yeah. a crazy run. Yeah.
3: yeah, no, he's been he's having he's having a he's good, good back. I love player. I love a good obscure number. 37 is our number, though. <laughs> yeah, All right. right.
1: I know that's uh that's what it was. So you know, hey, I'm just trying to play like I'm trying to get on Jazz TV. So I'm just trying to play that game to make sure we talk about all the streaks and everything. So
3: how many? How what's Jordan's Clarkson's streak at right now? Who what's the streak at?
1: Uh it's like
2: seventy nine or something. still
3: sitting at seventy something.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I let's, get my let's, let's tweet, tweet. at let's tweet at at Bowler.
1: He knows Bowler's the best. Uh, bu- buckle up, Bowler. I, oh my God. When what <laughs> one make, thing? Make sure I, you guys like...
0: have that tweet ability.
1: <laughs> he doesn't have The thing about Bowler, like I, I know he's not in the stadium watching or whatever, but man, like like against the Thunder, I tweeted this out. Like Lou Dort hit a turnaround jumper from the free throw line, and he's like Dort three point shot. I was, I was like, but he is he is six seven feet away from the three point <laughs> line. Bowler, like I don't care where he, you're watching he, it from, like, he is he not can- anywhere close.
2: He can make 1. mistakes though. Come on, the one the the one who pisses me off more is Heartbreak, man. Like,
1: yeah. no, that's fine. But Bowler, I'm like, that's a weird mistake to make because he makes it pretty pretty often. Like, they're inside yeah, like right. arc, and he. But like, that's the thing is that that, that one, I I see him. I mean, All right, that's you're you're watching on the screen or whatever, and it's kind of far away. I'm like, Bowler, he was on the free throw line. Like, Ugh. Anyway, uh, we're gonna save shout outs for next the next. You know, we have. Travis Elcox on here. We need more cocks in our life. Uh, so this is the end of part one. We're, we're going we're gonna, to you know, we'll, we all need more cocks. So we're going to have a whole we're going to do a whole two episodes for this. We're going to come back. We're going to talk to Travis Elcox. Um, uh, we'll do some shout outs. We'll do all that stuff. Um, uh,
2: double the I, cocks.
1: Yeah, double the Cox, double the fun. Travis, so, um, uh, tra- uh, tra- uh, Double <laughs> fist it all, everybody. All right, folks. So um, uh, I, that's it. That's part one. We'll see you guys for part two.
2: Travis XL Cox.